Hey there, fellow travel lovers, and welcome to Wanderlust at 35 Plus, the podcast that explores travel during our peak season of life. I'm your host, Stephanie Ritz, an entrepreneur and full-time traveler, and I'll be your guide on this incredible adventure. If you're at a point in life where you're craving more excitement, exploration, and unforgettable moments, you're in the right place, my friend. This is your ticket to discovering the world and redefining what it means to live life to the fullest. In each episode, I'll share practical tips for making travel a lifestyle and take you behind the scenes of travel life as I share the ups and downs of life abroad. So whether you're a seasoned traveler looking for fresh inspo or just starting to dream of making travel a lifestyle, Wanderlust at 35 plus is your compass to a life well-traveled and filled with adventure, and maybe even a little shenanigans. Let's go. Hey, hey there, travel friend. This Dating Diaries episode is for you if you are single and ready to mingle while traveling, if you're married and want to learn how to be a more supportive bestie to your single friends, or if you're in a mutually non-monogamous relationship. And guys, I mean it when I say mutual. I can't tell you how many married guys hit on me. Just no. I'm also going to share some insights on my dating filters and what I'm specifically looking for. So guys, listen up, because even if I'm not your cup of tea, I'd be willing to bet based on conversations with some other singletons out there that they are looking for something similar. So today I'm going to share my experience specifically on Bumble. There's a lot of apps out there, and in full transparency, I've got another one on my sleeve. But since I started traveling internationally, I've used Bumble the most on and off. Honestly, I just love to meet someone organically and cut out all this online dating bullshit. I'm just not a fan of it. Some people love it, and I generally love going out and meeting new people. But here's why I don't love it. Number one, guys lie. Seriously, guys, what is up with the lies? This is a universal issue. If the intention is to eventually meet someone in person, don't you think your date is going to figure it out? The most common lies are about height and age. Just be honest. I'm five foot eight inches. I'll know pretty quickly that you aren't six feet if you walk in and we're just about the same height. Number two, it's very surface level. Yes, there has to be some physical attraction, but the apps don't provide a lot of opportunity for personal connection. So it's just too easy to swipe left on someone who doesn't have that initial appeal. And number three, pictures. Guys, get a friend to take some pics of you and stop uploading pics from 10 to 15 years ago in your glory days. Show who you are, because if you're coming in looking 10 years older than your pics, I'm walking out. We're going to circle back to pics in a minute because this is a big one. Okay, so getting back to Bumble, this is an international app. There is a free and paid version. I don't use the paid version, so I can't tell you too much about it, but I have connected with some guys on the app. And at the time of this recording, I'm still single. So it hasn't generated a love connection yet, but I definitely have some dating stories. One of the things I love about international dating is the accents. 
And it goes both ways. They love an American accent, and I love pretty much everyone else's, even though I do have a couple of preferences that tickle my fancy. But one thing I learned the hard way is that if you're in a country where you don't speak the language, you're going to want to vet that in advance. This isn't like Love Actually, where the charming Englishman and sweet Portuguese girl fall in love without ever exchanging a word. It's just not realistic. I went on a date with a French guy who said he spoke English well. And to be fair, he did pretty good, but man, was it awkward. There were these long, uncomfortable pauses where he was trying to gather his words, and things just did not flow. Not Bumble-related, but on the same topic. I have to say that it's even worse when they do speak English, and they have such a thick accent that you can't understand them. When I was in Lisbon, I met a guy at a bar, and he was Scottish with an incredibly thick accent. I did pretty well at first, but as the drinks kept flowing, his accent got harder and harder to understand. At one point, I was literally just smiling and nodding. Some things don't require words to understand. And at that point, we didn't need to try to keep the conversation going. (laughs) But getting back to Bumble, one of the reasons why I actually do love using the apps is that it opens up a pool of opportunity to meet people around the world. I don't often get hit on in bars, at least not from guys who I would consider dating. Married guys, really young guys, or significantly older are much more confident to approach me in a bar. I don't know what's up with that, but nobody who I would consider age appropriate. Also, perhaps these are my own limiting beliefs, but it's been my experience that guys my age want to date girls that are 10 years younger. Shout out to my new friend, Greg, for validating this. Thank you very much. And I get that if you haven't had kids and you want to, that makes sense because for me, my baby making days are over. But something else related to age that I've noticed when traveling abroad is that outside of America, nobody gives a shit about how old you are. Seriously, it's so weird. In America, age is a really big deal and something we would gossip about if there was a huge age difference. But I haven't had that experience anywhere else, which takes some adjusting. I'm curious for my singleton crew out there, what is your dating age range? Slide into my Instagram DMs and tell me, are you dating guys that are like within a five-year gap of your age, 10 years? Are you looking for someone who's much younger or older? Or just does it not matter at all? I'd love to hear from you on this. On Bumble, I have a specific age range, but I feel like if I met someone organically that I felt a connection with, I think the age would matter less. But Bumble has been a pretty good option for meeting people around the world. But universally, there are some filters that I use where red flags that prompt an automatic swipe left, meaning it's a no-go. And keep in mind that I'm not speaking for all ladies, but I have done some preliminary research and many of us are on the same page. So I'm hoping some guys will take heed and go update those bios. So here we go with my top 10 things I'm looking for on Bumble. Number one, I do have an age range that I prefer as I shared. So that is an initial filter that I use. Number two, Guys that don't smile in any of their pics, that is a swipe left because it's really showing me your personality. Number three, bad teeth. 
I just can't with the bad teeth. If all of your pics where you are smiling don't show your teeth, I'm assuming it's because you need to have some work done. Number four, and again, this is just me and most of the girls that I know, so there may be some girls who are into it, but for the love, stop with the fish pics and D pics. I'm not impressed with you holding a fish and showing off the D just shows really low self-worth. Number five, get rid of all the pics with you and your friends. If I have to take the time to figure out which one of them is you, I'm just swiping left. Number six, be honest about the things that matter. Religion, politics, drug use, kids, etc. Don't put what you think we want to hear. Several of these are deal breakers for me, and it would be better to nip those in the bud before we waste any time. Number seven, answer the questions or fill in some information. Here are some assumptions us ladies make when you don't fill in the information. Number one, job. No job equals unemployed. Number two, height. No height equals really short. Again, we will know this eventually anyway, so just own it. Number three, not adding any profile info. He has no interest in a relationship or has nothing of value to say about himself. So go make sure you answer the questions and fill in the bio. Number eight, hat fishing. If all of your pics are of you wearing a hat, we assume that you have no or just little hair. To all my balding locks out there, you gotta own it. Balds can be beautiful. Don't assume that no hair is gonna be a deal breaker. But again, show pics of exactly who you are. Number nine, similar to hat fishing, but without a clever name, is when all the pics of you smiling don't show your teeth. Again, we assume that means you have bad teeth. And number 10, kids. This is a tricky one. If anyone from Bumble is listening, by the way, we need to have another option for kids. I don't put anything in the kids category because my son is a young adult living on his own. When I see kids, I would want to know if they are kids that are still at home or not. This makes a big difference on both sides of the fence, I would think. I personally don't want to date someone with young kids. Been there, done that, so a little more information would be helpful. Okay, moving on from the profiles. Guys, the girl has to make the first move, which I hate about Bumble. I'd love to see a man in his masculine energy making the first move. Honestly, if guys did this off the app, it would save a lot of time on the apps. But if you match with a girl, don't just say, hey, start an actual conversation that shows you've taken two seconds to read her bio. I'm not someone who generally subscribes to traditional gender roles, but when it comes to dating, I'm going to say that women generally prefer to be pursued. Show some effort, guys. Be willing to be the guy who takes the extra step to make a woman feel seen, and it will make a big impact, especially in today's market of singletons. It is brutal out there on the apps. Speaking of today's market... This may be a little bit of a controversial one, and again, just one girl's opinion here, but if a guy asks me out, especially if he picks a nice place, he should pay. My expectation is that this is your city, not mine. I'm the one traveling. 
You know what you can afford, so plan a date that is within your means. I can certainly afford my own drinks and meals, but when a guy pays, it shows me some insight into his values and character. And guys, just because a girl offers to pay half doesn't mean you should let her. Let's not pretend that finances don't matter. We're at a different stage of life in the 35 plus club. And while it's not usually the most important thing, it can have an impact on lifestyle alignment. So yeah, I'm looking for a chivalrous guy who won't hesitate to pick up the check. And if you're not in a financial place to do so, then plan a date that fits your budget. Ladies, hit me up in the DMs on Instagram and let me know if you agree or disagree with this one. And I'm going to end this Dating Diaries episode with a quick chat about response time. With Bumble, the ladies get 24 hours to reach out once a match is made. Once she sends a message, the guy has 24 hours to reply. I'm not sure how it works with same-sex or gender-neutral matches, but the initial timeline is essential or you'll miss the opportunity to communicate moving forward unless you pay to extend your time. I get the quick response to make sure you don't miss the 24-hour deadline, but come on, guys. Don't say hey and then wait three days before starting a conversation. I get that we're all busy, but whether you're looking for Mrs. Right or Mrs. Right Now, a thoughtful conversation is necessary to get the ball rolling. If I don't hear back from a guy within two to three days, it's an unmatch for me. You took the time to send an initial message, and if you couldn't prioritize at least a quick combo, even if it's just to say like you're wrapped up and would love to chat over the weekend, it's an indicator of your lack of interest or your expectations are not aligned with mine. And in those situations, I am moving on. If you found this episode entertaining or enlightening, let me know because I have some friends around the world who would love to weigh in on this. So hit me up in the DMs and let me know you want more insights into the dating diaries. So that's the buzz on Bumble and TBD, whether it creates an international love connection. Until next time, my friend, cheers to lock in lips and dating tips. See you next time. Thanks for listening and being a part of our Wanderlust at 35 Plus travel community. I hope you're feeling inspired and excited to start planning your next adventure. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed our travel chat, a five-star rating and review goes a long way in helping other travel lovers to find us. My friend, this is the perfect time to write your own travel story. So whether you're a newbie, a seasoned explorer, or a solo traveler, now is the time to fulfill those travel dreams and start making memories. Until next time, remember, life is short, but the world is wide. Let's make every moment count. Safe travels, and I'll see you on the next episode of Wanderlust at 35+. Plus.